Hello, Internet. It's Tori. You're listening to the Cosmere Deep Dive Podcast. For updates on when episodes go live, follow us on Twitter and Facebook. To join the discussion, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash CosmereCast, where you'll find an invitation to our Discord server. Thank you for listening, and please enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Cosmere Deep Dive Podcast. I'm your host, Mike. Joining me this week are Craig. Hello, happy holidays. Dave. Hi, happy Sander Day. And Tori. Hello, Internet. And we start every week with the state of the Sanderson. So, Craig, what happened? (laughs) You're asking the wrong person because I didn't read it yet. But you're top of the list. Uh, What do you want me to do? Talk Uh, about the first thing? Yeah, give us give us the introduction. So we don't we don't do good things on this episode. I don't remember. I don't have I've one. I've only done this for like three years. Our good thing Let's is Colas Hud Munching Day. Introduction. Oh man, it's another state of Sanderson. Uh this is on his birthday, right? Like he posts this thing. Technically like a... yesterday was his birthday, but he doesn't work on Sundays. So Colas was... Munching Day. That was the uh explanation that I heard was if his birthday falls on a Sunday, this will not go up day of. It'll go up the next day. Which is what so... happened this year. So Brandon Sanderson posts a, a wrap up uh, every year, uh, roughly around his birthday on December nineteenth or twentieth, if it ha- this happens to be the case, and you know talks about like what books he's been working on, what's in the shortcoming future, what long term projects he's been thinking about. It's pretty fun. So yeah, so that's that's the intro done. And was that your short version of the section called introduction? Yes, he's basically okay. like after twenty twenty. We should have another he's, year. He's that been one working. Was so, good. He's been ha- so for those he's, of you listening at home, Craig is attempting to sum up something he hasn't read yet. I just read it now. <laughs> but he's uh, gearing up to start writing book five of Stormlight Arc. All right, Dave, walk us through part one. Part one, my year. Uh, you know, he didn't do a lot of conventions this year, but he's been doing Cytonic and Sunreach. Which I have uh, been reading Cytonic. Yeah, Cytonic is book three of the Skyward series, I believe. And then uh, Sunreach is one of a few novellas that he's been co-writing with Marcy someone. Uh, with Jancy Patterson. Jancy Patterson. <laughs> Yancy. Oh, sorry. Yancy Patterson. Yancy. Uh, and there's going to be a third one starring Jorgen coming out right after Christmas, which is soon. I hope y'all check them out. The first uh, then, two were excellent, so I assume the third uh, is also good. <laughs> then uh, he, the no- I haven't read any of the novella. I've only read the first Skyward. I might have bought in Starsight. Bought in? Yeah. Anyway, uh, he also spent some time on Wax and Wayne Four. Basically, like draft, like draft one's been done, reviewed, edited, and draft two. Like the beta readers are just finished reading draft two of uh, Wax and Wayne Four, so I'm... that's expected to come out pretty soon. I'm in another Discord with a couple of the beta readers. One of them knocked it out in like 12 hours because he's a machine. <laughs> That's funny because he did uh, say that this one was about 50% longer than the Wax and Wayne books so far. So, yeah. I mean, the wrap-up necessary, I feel like, deserves that sort of length. So, yeah. Yeah, he said he wanted to wrap it all up in style. So, there's... Uh, all right, you heard it here first. Wayne's for. getting a top hat. <laughs> What's well, NaNoWriMo? Uh, National, National November Novel Writing, Writing Month. Month. National Novel Writing Month, which is also in November. Novel-vember. Um, so, 
Then something called Defiant, which is another Skyward thingy, I think. That's Skyward 4. Skyward 4. Also, yeah. the last yeah. planned Skyward book, they may like do some novellas and stuff, but as far as I know, that's supposed to be the end. Yeah, and that was uh, Brandon's 2021 so far. Almost done. Uh, all right, so I will handle part two, which is Mainframe. Uh, Mainframe, if you don't know, is a like a publishing-ish company that Brandon started. Uh, primarily, they focused on audio stuff, but they're also working on like ebooks and things in that neighborhood. And there's a bunch of non-Cosmere stuff that's involved in in Mainframe. So like the original and Lux, a lot of uh, collaborative stuff. There's a Stephen Leeds thing that's going to be coming out. There's Evershore, which I think is the third um, Skyward novella thing. Dark One Forgotten. You guys remember Dark One? No. No? It's forgotten. Vaguely. Dark One is a graphic novel by Brandon Sanderson that came out earlier this year. I believe that one was the one that was like very flip-floppy about whether or not it was Cosmere until it finally came out, and it wasn't. You are correct. Uh, so that's... That's it. A lot, of, a lot of voice audio stuff from Brandon in collaborative works. Nothing Cosmere. Part three! Okay, so uh, this is where we've got updates on his primary projects. And so first he's got a message for us about the Stormlight Archive, because next year is a Stormlight writing year. So he his Yay. plans for writing are to write Stormlight 5 next year. That's the plan. We'll see if that actually comes to pass um i have i have high hopes for this because part of the like the delay in getting book four out was having to um basically finish outlining four and five to make sure he wasn't like doing too much in four or leaving too much for five or so, like painting himself into a corner or what happened right, right. So, so he's done a bulk of the outlining right and presumably he's also spent you know the past 12 years thinking about what's going to actually happen in this book. So I'm expecting this one to be as smooth as any of Brandon's writing things go, which is pretty smooth. So uh, The other Stormlight news we've got is uh, Don Shard coming to audio over the course of the next year. Um, they've got Kate Redding and Michael Kramer. They're just working on the scheduling for that. Um, looks like Leatherbound... Uh, Words of Radiance is the next Leatherbound volume we can expect, and um, Brandon is planning a novella starring Rock to go with that. Dave, um, who's it starring? Will Friedel. Nailed it. Craig, give it a shot. Wait, what? I don't know what we're talking about. What's new Rock's Muhuku real name? Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah, the new Muhuku Makiaki novella. Yeah. New Muhuku Makiaki Ayalunamore. That, that was going from memory. That was pretty good for my memory. Attack. Yes, the memory of two people saying it immediately before you said it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But big thing on Stormlight 5 is that uh, that's the primary project for next year. So um, he's going to have the status bar on his website so we can keep track of that. Uh, other projects would be Skyward. Um, oh, wait, quick, quick side note. His yeah. sidebar has been very full recently. Like I, I went there, you know, for the site and it's just like there's a lots of full drafts done and, and stuff. Well, it's because he's got a lot more like collaborative stuff going on. Yeah. Which allows other people to make progress on things without his input necessarily. 
Right. Which allows progress to happen way faster. Okay, so Skyward? Yeah. All right, Skyward. Sky onward. <laughs> um, so book three came out, and he's very proud of it. Also, the novellas have been doing well so far. Two of the three are out. He was planning to do more uh, between books three and four, but the schedule got away from, from him, so that's not going to happen. Uh, but they are still planning to do more content in the Cytoverse, they are calling it. Um, and so keep an eye out for those things. Uh, he did work on book four for NaNoWriMo this year. So that's um, he's got a draft of it and uh, mm -hmm. should be exciting news on that. That was a surprise uh, to see that he's already like a good chunk of the way through it. Uh, right, have any right. of you guys started reading it yet? Oh, not, not the new book, but Cytonic? No. No, I, I haven't. I'm the only one. It's good. Um, I haven't even read. Uh, I haven't picked up Skyward 3 yet. It's it's pretty good, uh, so I do recommend. I mean, I like I like the whole entire series, so I'm glad it's keeping up. Um, I felt like, and I think his original plan was that this was going to be Cosmere, and I'm getting that impression that there's definitely stuff that that I feel like is equivalent to to the Cosmere, but I know it's not part of the Cosmere because it mentions Earth. Anything that mentions Earth is not part of the Cosmic. Yeah, if you look back on previous State of the Sanderson addresses um, before he wrote Skyward, uh, he was like, and I kind of have this idea for a space opera thing. And then he ended up writing Skyward. Like, he yeah. it, he was planning it to be Cosmere, but then at, at the last minute, it wasn't. So I think his most space-oriented book is book two still, of, of all three of them. That probably has the most space. Space. The Final one place Frontier. that hasn't been corrupted by capitalism. Eh. Yet. Haven't met the Ferengi. Have you guys not seen that? The they're nineteen twenties Yankee traders or whatever. Twentieth century Yankee traders. Okay, but do you, have you guys not seen the thing that I just referenced? I have no probably idea not. what you're referencing. No. Okay, Tim Curry. Um, apparently at one point in his career just said yes to everything, so he agreed <laughs> to do. Like, just spend a day in front of a camera for a video game. It's one of, like, the Command and Cocker games. Oh, yeah. And because his time is valuable, and I'm pretty sure they only had him for the one day, there were no retakes, or very <laughs> few. So right. the best take, the one that ended up in the game, uh, had him saying this incredibly ridiculous line and almost breaking into laughter partway through it, and it's wonderful. You it's, should link it in good things. I will. And I have before, I'm pretty sure. I'm uh, sure. But it's, I'm going to escape to the one place that hasn't been corrupted by capitalism. Pause, pause, nearly laugh, pause, spice! <laughs> yeah. <it's, laughs> That's the take? Yeah, it's so good. All right. Side note, I just rewatched Home Alone 2 uh, yesterday. And Lost guess who's in it? Tim Carey. Rob Schneider. And Rob Schneider. Donald Trump. No, I forgot that part was in it. And I'm like, man, why has it got to be ruined? Anyway, so, move on. <laughs> and then updates on Mistborn. Uh, we've all heard the news by now that Wax and Wayne 4 is uh, done. It's in the final stages of editing, and it has a release date for almost a year from now. It's coming out next November. Nice. Um, but since that Wait, is... November 2022? Right. Well, That's it's going to come it's out. Currently, December 2021. Christmas. So, yes. So, it rough and almost a year from now. 
But still, yeah, he said he said he was going to try to get it out by Christmas. Okay, well that that will be nice. I mean, if, if that's it, the case, it has an announced release date. I'm going to devour that book when it's released. I mean, as anything, I, to, I I can't wait. As can't anything wait. in the entertainment <laughs> industry, it's, poor Dave. It'll happen when it happens, and that's going to be the date. But it has an announced date, so. But so. Uh, Brandon says he's going to work on writing Stormlight during the first half of his work day and then uh, editing Mistborn uh, during the second half. And normally that's not how he does things. This is a, a new schedule that he's trying out to see if it works. And uh, he's hoping that that will make him more productive. So we'll see how that goes. So, so this part was interesting. I didn't know his work schedule because that, that he might, I'm sure, mention it on his uh, videos and podcasts. But he works one to five, and then 10 p.m. to 2 a.m., which is yeah. eight hours a day. But he's working 10 till 2 a.m. That's my Final Fantasy 14 playing time. That's when he's working. Yeah, I don't remember if it was in a state of the Sanderson or if it was just in a a blog post or or something. Um, Maybe it was the word of Brandon, but uh, he is a night owl, and he yeah. he like he likes to do things late at night. So, um, and that's the luxury he gets by being his own uh, boss, I guess. And he's got kids, so You're right, right? No, no, I understand his schedule. Like, I just think it's interesting. I suspect that even even taking out all the other aspects, the ten to two shift is almost certainly way more productive than the one to five. And that's when he'll be working on the Mistborn revisions. Hopefully that so, won't take very long, but he's already on the third draft, so... His house is like a compound, so he might have like a, a separate building office that he goes to to work. Yeah. So, fewer... But also that... Um, distractions the, and stuff. The break between the two shifts is when they do like family dinner and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, he, he definitely like makes time to spend with his family. I, I wasn't commenting on the break... I was commenting on the fact that he's working until 2 a.m. Yeah, but he's well, yeah, also, but, like, he's he's also not... He's four-hour shift. He's not putting in a 9 to 5. He's not. And why should he? Man, if I if I could... I, actually, I guess I could choose my own hours. If I wasn't lazy and was actually <laughs> dedicated working at night... See, that's the problem, though, because when it gets nighttime, I just want to play video games. But I'm also probably the most productive like when nighttime hits as well, just because I'm also a night owl. All right, Craig. Yo. Tell I me about the Alcatraz series and other about... updates on secondary projects. That's right. We got part one of the updates on secondary projects. He split into two parts. Uh, first, we have Alcatraz, and he's going to re-release these with new cover art. There's apparently six books, although five only exist or something. I don't I don't know anything about the series, guys. Um, five good? books have been out for years. Uh, the original publisher, I want to say, was Scholastic which meant you mm. could only really get it from book fairs. And it was, when I looked at the time, it was they were very hard to get and very and thus very expensive. They have since been re-released under a new publisher when he switched publishers for the fifth book. But it's been a while since those were printed, so those are now in the rare, difficult, expensive category. So they're but putting I have a out... Question. What? If I like Harry Potter and Brandon Sanderson, will I like Alcatraz series? Yes. Um, Alcatraz is, is early Harry Potter silly, but okay. with like Brandon Sanderson quality writing. Cool. Cool. So well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll, t I'll have to take a look when it's released. So he's going to be releasing it through the year. Um, and the final book is planned for September 20th. 
So that's six. So that book was never released, right? Book six. Right. Book six okay. is brand new. Okay, but it has been written, I assume, because that's a pretty quick release, presumably. But book six oh, is final is revisions brand new. for the book are in. So yeah, okay, there you go. Um, so if you're a fan of that, but and yeah. then he talks about Dark One, a second Dark One graphic novel is in the works, uh, which is related to the thing that uh, we were talking about earlier. So that that is him working with Dan Wells on it. And I uh, get, yeah, there you go. That's book number two. You guys, um, and, you guys, for this next part, Brandon noticed me, you guys. He noticed yes, you. I saw he, that. No- he noticed specifically me. Uh-huh. The rhythmist, the rhythmatist. Yeah. Nothing here again. Yes, rhythmatist fans, I hear you screaming at the screen. That's me. He noticed <laughs> me. Um, yeah, so anyway, sadly, no Elantris. Uh, sequel, Warbreaker sequel, or Arithmetist sequel. Um, honestly, for Elantris and... To be fair, he has been saying for several years now that those are coming after Stormlight 5 and not before. Yeah. yeah. So, Very... he wasn't planning on working on these sequels until after Stormlight 5, which is gonna be... We're, we're talking in the next, next couple year. years now, guys. Well, he's writing it next year, and then, of course, there's a whole draft process and, and yeah. revisions and everything so um, we still got a couple of years yet for book five but then he could start you know working on maybe one of these sequels which would be fun including i'm sure arithmetist for mike specifically for mike very little of what we've gotten in this update so far is new compared to what we knew from last year like but i forgot last year he's he ha- he set a schedule and he has kept to it really really well and not gotten sidetracked on accidentally writing two Mistborn books. Not just that he's ahead of schedule. Okay, so that's that's the part four, part one. So there you go. He, All right. he, he split it into two parts. I don't know why. Do you want to keep going on part four, part two, Craig, or do you want to pass the baton to Dave? I didn't so I have to pass it over. Okay. Dave, tell me about updates on secondary projects. Songs of the Dead, the long-awaited sequel to Dance of the Dead. Um... <laughs> go on Peter or Olian is still working on it so yeah it's co-authored stuff oh yeah this is where he mentions White Sand uh, so a Cosmere thing hey so apparently all the like White Sand people jacked up all the price and he's like don't buy them there's a new one coming out and there's gonna be new content new 20 some pages of content 38 new pages at the beginning of White Sand so you know, we might have to push White Sand back yet again in, in the so, diagram. <laughs> he's making a new version which collects everything, I believe. So, so it's... I, I have high hopes that this will be out just in time for us to start covering White Sand after we do Oathbringer. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I, <laughs> I hope that is the case. I mean, it's a so shame does that mean I... I get to read the 38 pages or do I have you to do. Oh, I mean, I'm not going to speak for Mike, but I say you should. Considering how little White Sand has had an effect on other Cosmere stuff to the point that we're at, uh, yeah, it's probably safe now. (laughs) Which is interesting, and this is not spoilers at all, but Chris, who we've seen, is from the White Sand planet. As is Bayonne. Bayonne, who is one of the world hoppers that popped up in book one, actually, of Stormlight Archives. Yep, the Pure Lake Trio. Yeah. The one that I didn't know. Indeed. Well, we didn't know at the time either. But yeah, so that would be good. Um, Unfortunately, I bought the first two and I did, I was going to 
you know, pick up the third when we get around to reading it. And now I'll just, I'm just going to have to buy this on the bus edition instead. Well, I bought the, the first bus. one, but I, I haven't even bothered with two and three yet. So I, I have guess all I'll just three, to... but I'll probably buy the omnibus anyway. I mean, I'm, yes, for sure going to buy the omnibus. Why wouldn't I? So is this book, should I buy it when it comes out? Because it might get expensive later. Probably, yeah. Yeah, probably. probably Unless you plan on dropping this podcast, which don't do that. I'll just borrow it from Craig. It's not like he's going to have to reread it when we get there. That is also a valid plan. In fact, you could probably have been doing that with everything this whole time. I I like having the books and I like owning them. I read some things. Do you do any like notes or highlighting in your books, Dave? No. Okay. Well, so the problem is I'm starting to just buy ebooks, so that's a little harder to lend. Just give me your password. Just vape them. Vape me. It's like your favorite Nirvana song. Vape me. All right, Dave. What else? What else happened in this section? All others. If there's something not on this list you're waiting for, then there's not really anything to update you upon. Other novellas and small projects continue to bounce around my brain, but I haven't had time for most of them lately. Yeah, I didn't know. I don't know what this Reckoners or the original or Songs of the Dead. I never heard of half this stuff. Uh, Wait, Reckoners, I thought you knew about Reckoners. Reckoners That's is the... Steelheart Firefight. Oh, uh, Steelheart. One. I have heard of that one. It's the superhero take it's on the negative superhero yeah. book. It's, yeah. it's a pretty packed genre, and Brandon doesn't really bring anything new or extremely interesting to it. Of I mean, I, I superheroes liked it. bad. Yeah, I, I liked it, but it's like Mike said, there's nothing, there's no new take on it. Um, The first book, I feel, is actually slower than the second and third, so take that now, as it, you will. I would say that that is one of his um, YA series, so if you have a younger uh, person in your life that you want to introduce to Brandon Sanderson, that's as good a place to do it as any. And they're not mature enough to watch the boys. Right. That, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. If they are, then and just watch The Boys or Invincible. Basically. Both of those are excellent takes on on this and they're they're good shows. So, yeah. Yeah, I I would I would say Steelheart is like 8th to ninth grade level. All right. Sounds like it's my turn for part 5, television, video game and film updates. Uh so we start Whoa. off with The Wheel of Time, which I have been personally enjoying immensely. Uh you know what, guys? I'm really actually liking the fact that I don't know what's going to happen. There have been enough changes from the source material that I don't know. We've got the finale of season one coming out later this week, and I have no idea what's going to happen or how it's going to go. Right. They've changed it from the books just enough that I don't know. So do, do you know anything about how the writers have handled this? Like, are they consulting with Brandon at all or no? They uh, are. Yeah, yeah, they've they've run the scripts by him and they uh, listen to his feedback, but they don't always act on it. Yeah, he he is credited, I believe, as an executive producer, but he doesn't have like script supervisory powers. And he's if been offered... very uh, open about his involvement on um, Reddit. So you can you can read his actual take on the various episodes um, on on the the uh, Wheel of Time subreddit, I think. So, so yeah, Wheel of Time. Good, good show. Enough changes from the original that it's very much its own thing, and I don't know where it's going, and that's kind of exciting. And in the latest episode, 
one of my favorite characters showed up, Uno, and I got to talk with my wife about why he has the stupidest name in the book. Nice. Because he has one eye, and his name is Uno. You get it? You get it, guys? Uh Uh-huh. His name's Mm -hmm. Uno, he's got one eye. They should have called him Dose, and he has one eye. That would have been even better. Yep. They should have called him Eins, but yeah. Like Eins is German, and it sounds like I. All right, moving on. Uh, Brandon is apparently very involved in putting together a Mistborn feature film, as in, like, writing the script, I assume having meetings with people. Um, One thing to keep in mind with anything like film or television is that at literally any point in the process, everything can just stop, and then that's the end of that. And nobody is allowed to say anything because there's non-disclosure agreements all over the place. Like, there could be a Mistborn TV show, and they filmed a pilot, and then we'd never know about it until three years later when the NDA runs out, and someone can announce, oh yeah, that didn't happen. Well, he said there's going to be a feature film for Mistborn. That's right. all he said. I'm just... I, I mean, I, I know we've talked about it before. I, I want more. It could potentially work as a movie, but I'd prefer a miniseries for Mistborn. I'm still going with anime. Although, yeah. Oh, absolutely, anime. Yeah. I I would like a reasonably high-budget um, Cosmere TV show where, as I've said this but like each season covers a different book or for in the case of like shorter stuff you can you can split it up like two books in a season something like that yeah like the and, re- the master Reese's pieces and then do it as as like an anthology series where you keep the bulk of your cast and you just recast them for for each new world yeah and and you could have you could have fun world hopper things that are very confusing to anybody who doesn't know what's going on and that's really funny to <laughs> it's me like, it's how we get the same... Jeff character Bridges slash David Tennant <laughs> in everything. Yeah. It's the same character or just a different character with the same actor? And they're like, they're wearing their like, you know, their different world outfit. And that's how you know. And yeah, it's great. Uh, next up is Stormlight Archive as a premium cable TV show. And he thinks it'll happen someday. I agree with him. I also think that this will happen someday. I don't mm-hmm. know when. I hope soon, but again, like any anything film and TV can just like there are there are so many steps to the process and at any point one person who's very tangentially related to the to the process can just stop and it all goes away, which which is why like 90% of TV shows don't ever get made. I feel like now's the time for something like that. Okay, so Brandon Sanderson, very successful author tons of fans you got you know we just we just did game of thrones we have wheel of time going like they i'm sure they're like very interested in doing something like this and at least a series is much better for stormlight archives because you can't movie you're not going to movie this no absolutely not it would you'd have to cut so much out you you already have to cut so much out to get it like tv length but you you would have to like butcher this thing to to shove it into a movie anyway i mean that's still exciting though that stuff is being worked on i mean yeah i i don't know how much like behind the scenes usually get like, to me like finding out about you know wheel of time or something was news to me when they finally announced it so maybe we're getting a little bit more details like sort of behind the scenes of how this process sort of comes about and maybe in 10 years we'll see something well 
the basic breakdown is that there are NDAs for everything across the board. And there are points in those NDAs where, like, yeah, we can announce this thing. Usually all we really get is an announcement at the beginning that some company has acquired the rights to thing. And then, like, five years later, hey, we're starting production on thing. Or, five years after that, other company has bought the rights to thing. Mm. Um, so, beyond that, we have other properties, unnamed things, that are moving slowly. What are those things? No one knows. Uh, oh. and, then, and then video games. The video uh, games is interesting that he's working on some kind of video game. Yeah, sounds like he got he got contracted to like write a video game script, but it's not for one of his own things. So I mean, I'm cool. I'm, uh, works for me. Video games, yes. Just I means mean, he gets to write even more stuff. Listen, right. as long as they did what we talked about, Mike, and when they finally released the Mistborn video game and it plays like Spider Man, good enough. Yep, PS4 Spider Man. Um, so, you're listening brandon sanderson maybe you missed that previous episode but if you play the the newer spider-man games that are on playstation or you could just play the original spider-man game from playstation 2 mistborn steel pushing and iron pulling can work like spider-man's webs it's not not the same like it's not he's not going to be going up you go down but that that's just how you do it you just you press the button and you're going to get launched in a direction that you're facing and the game can just sort of procedurally figure out what you're actually bouncing on i mean that's a modern take i guess i mean older if you're iron pulling it's gonna look a lot like web slinging yes that's true that is true uh so yeah let's let's speculate because he he invites this speculation it's not one of his own properties so we need to think outside of that i think he might be writing a magic the gathering game Uh, i i could definitely see that absolutely although how much are they interested in, in making uh, side games now, though? They're they're like all in in Magic the Gathering Arena. I, I don't know. I guess now's the time to start. I have no idea. Again. So Craig, they, they used to do that because I remember back in the in the late '90s and early 2000s playing some Magic Gathering games. Like they, they just like standalone game. I I have fond memories of playing them. I might have to look them up. So what's what's your guess? Something new that I built with them. It's a game company many of you will have heard of, but probably not the one you're thinking about right now. <gasps> Maybe it's not Magic Gathering. It's Nintendo. Nint- Brandon is writing not, Breath of the Wild 2. I hope it's not a AAA 2. company, though. I'm going to be sad if it's a AAA company, because that means I will never play it. Nope, Dave called it Breath of the Wild 2 by Brandon yeah, Sanderson. Yeah, oh, man, <laughs> Yeah, I don't Dude, know. Dude, what I'm if gonna, it's I'll, like... I'm going to go right, with what, you, Mike, Magic Gathering. What if it's like an open world... like? Well, he said it's not his own property. Man. Oh, wait. No, I know what it is. Uh, it's Cosmere Warriors. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Yes, let's do that. <laughs> Which, you know, it's technically a new project because it's, uh, you know, they don't all, uh, you know. All right. Tori, talk to us about some Stormlight See? minis. <gasps> That's it. He said it's not for one of my properties. It's for all of his property. Dude, we're getting <laughs> Cosmere Warriors. Oh, wait. Let's go! Cosmere Bros. Smash Brothers, but Cosmere characters? That would be cool, though! I'd rather have it... Cosmere Warriors. Yeah, same. Then then you... Oh, yeah. Okay, well, if if it's not Cosmere Warriors, um, well, and they did was... just a fighting game, because then we can figure out who would win in a battle, Vin or Kaladin. We can I was never a big out. fan of the Dynasty Warriors games, so... 
maybe you will be after this game. Or maybe it'll be a Smash clone. Like, isn't Nickelodeon Bell doing Hall, one of those? Bro Nintendo. Hall. Or not Nintendo. Yeah, it's Nickelodeon. And Nintendo made one, too, if you didn't know, Mike. Anyway, Tori, next section. Next section, licensed projects. Uh, so first, we've got this picture of the Stormlight Archive Premium Miniatures. Uh, these are by Brotherwise Games. And in the picture, you good. can see, yeah, really good looking uh, Kaladin and Shallan. Um, but it says here in the description that there are sculpts of more than 20 characters. So if you if you like painting minis and you like Stormlight Archive, that might be something you should look into. Cosmere and... 40k. Let's go. Uh, next, the King's Wild Project have made a deck of Mistborn playing cards that is apparently Brandon approved. And uh, you can see a video of his reaction there. There's a link to it. Um, Navu Games. Um, there are some updates on last year's Kickstarter for um, the Reckoners game. Um apparently the expansion and uh then this was the thing that i enjoyed uh the black piper their uh album kaladin which was uh an album of sort of like cinematic yeah. no cinematic soundtrack to uh wave kings and um i really enjoyed that album if you if you like big epic fantasy soundtracks you know like howard shore and uh john williams kind of stuff then then you will enjoy that album um but there is uh apparently an art book that goes with the album and there's still a few of those left so check that out if you if you enjoy that music uh while supplies last um then there are some links at the bottom to some other um, licensed products. Um, Forged Foam was one that we have seen in previous years where you can get some really cool kind of um, cosplay shard blades. Um, but yeah, check those out. All right. Craig, talk to yeah, me about wait. the store. Whoa, sorry. Where's the Sylphrena miniature? Oh, there better no. be one. Oh, there I mean, better they just be one. two of them. Yeah, sign up I, for more information at Brotherwise site. And yeah, they said they, they're creating official sculpts for more than 20 characters. Can you even name 20 Stormlight characters besides Sylphrena 10 times? Start naming <laughs> all of Bridge 4. Well, Do it. I mean, some, I, I are, some of them don't even have names. They all have names. They all we can easily name Rehi. 20 Stormlight characters. Like, that's not going to be hard. We could do that. Well, there's Sylphrena and there's Zeth. Kaladin. And there's Sylphrena, and Numuhuku Makiaki Aya Lunamore, uh, Sylphrena, Dalinar, Sylphrena... Anyway, yeah. oh, do you think when they come out with the Numuhuku Makiaki Aya Lunamore, they'll have his real name on the packaging? No. No. I would, I would love to see them try to fit that on a little nameplate on the, on the base. It'll probably be in his description, like, on the back, but... <laughs> nameplate, or even, like, the, like, the front labeling. It'd be pretty great. All right, so leather brand leather bound updates. So this year was when he released the rewards and everything for the Way of Kings leather bound, which I I got mine in the mail. Um, and the rewards look good. And uh, yeah, he 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 released that, and it was a huge success. And then he has rebranded. He's making like an rebranded an entire empire. Because he has rebranded his store to Dragon Steel Books. Like, he's going to have a media empire. This is sort of good. 
Um, so they're going to have like surprises and stuff based on that. Um, and then he had his their mini convention, Dragon Steel 2021, the first of the convention. Sounds like he's going to continue doing it next year as well. Um, this one tied together with Cytonic, which is the Skyward series. But uh, maybe next year it'll be tied with uh, Wax and Wayne. We'll have to see. Depends on when it is, I guess, and what books are available. Um, they're going to do... I'm assuming they'll shift dates to make it a release party. They have restocked Leatherbound, if you guys want it and don't have it. Uh, Way of Kings, Mistborn, Well of Ascension, and Hero of Ages. So if you don't have yours, uh, I guess you can get it if you want it. Uh, but they're also going to restock Alantris and Warbreaker, which, which, of course, we talked about on our podcast. But they are going to do Leatherbound editions for Alloy of Law and Shadows of Self. This is going to be rough. I don't know if I should do this. I, I love the series, but I, I can't keep buying these guys. <laughs> it's a lot of money. 150 as a bundle for two. I'm probably you'll see it when it's released and announced. I'm probably going to crack Wait, and buy it. Why? Why are they doing Alloy of Law and Shadows of Self together? Why not Shadows of Self and Bands of Morning together? Because they want to start with Alloy of Law, I guess. And maybe they're going to do Bands of Mourning and book four together as well but that the timing on that is likely. all over the place so anyway uh and then they're also going to do the print edition of the skyward flight collection which is the the side books to uh skyward and so that'll be good and then of course we mentioned alcatraz already and lost, lost metal all right yeah because next year is a, a release year where we're getting a lot of new stuff yeah all right dave the next yeah. section is translation projects so if you could german read this in german yeah go ahead Der Rhythmus des Krieges, der Turm der Lichter, Sturmklinge, das Original, Dawnshard, der German title to be determined. <laughs> no, you have to translate Dawnshard into German, Dave. Come on. Uh, Tagshard. <laughs> there you have it. More uh, Stormlight work being done for German. And and a bunch of other languages, like... Uh, they are ba, ba, ba. the newest language releases coming up include Arabic, Persian, and Bengali. So there you go. If you speak any of those languages and you're listening to this podcast, man, that's got to be confusing for you. Like if you speak those and not English and you're listening to us, <laughs> just what is what was your journey to get here? I really need to know that. They could be bilingual and have non-bilingual friends, and they want to—they're excited to be able to share them um, with their non-bilingual friends. I mean, I have—we—we we know someone in our Discord who has access to the translated books and prefers the English ones because the translations aren't always ideal. Hmm. Just—it's—it's it's how translation works. Like you don't always get the best quality, you know. Don't always get the best quality so basically stuff is available in other languages if you speak and read english you should probably try to get the english language one because that hasn't been translated so you're gonna have a better time uh so i guess it's my turn for part nine of youtube projects except dave uh -oh. your favorite person gets mentioned here so i'll let you start us out um Will Friedel's not my favorite person, but he is the one person I've heard of out of all the guests he's had on the Five Favorites uh, series well, Dan on Daniel YouTube. Green is a... Daniel Green is a very popular booktuber. Yeah. Yep. Will Friedel is the guy from Boy Meets World. Yeah, the older and brother. And Kim Possible. Kevin what J. Is, Anderson. What does he do now? 
Kevin J. Anderson wrote some of the most aggressively mediocre Star Wars books, and also the bad <laughs> Dune books. Oh, shots fired, shots fired. I've got beef with Kevin J. Anderson. Dang. Anyway, uh, Brandon has been doing a lot of YouTube stuff. I think it's sort of to compensate for the lack of conventions he's been able to go to. Like, yeah, this is, yeah, this yeah. is his fan outreach method. So, a lot of YouTube stuff. Uh, some guests, YouTube stuff. Some giveaways, YouTube stuff. Onward. He, he did also say that doing all the YouTube stuff instead of going to all of the conventions is one of the reasons he was able to get so much writing done this year. So, if that's what it takes, I mean, I'll, I'll take the YouTube stuff. Yeah, although, and this is this is just a crazy idea I had. He doesn't actually have to do any of this stuff. Like, I'm sure he's under publisher contract to do, like, signings, but I'm equally sure that there are a bunch of authors who don't do this stuff. And, like, if he can't physically go there, sure, he'll sign the books, but he doesn't actually have to, like, do interaction as part of it. There are there are plenty of authors who don't. So, thanks, Brandon, for, for doing this extra stuff that you super don't need to. We appreciate it. Speaking of extra stuff that he super doesn't need to do... Uh, part 10, the Lightweaver Foundation, which is a um, kind of a, a charitable foundation that uh, Brandon got rolling. And it says here in this update that this year we were able to raise $42,000 for the school zone at the Primary Children's Miller Family Campus in Lehigh, Utah. So thank you to Brandon's fan base for donating money to good causes. And thank you, Brandon, for getting the money to the good causes. Yay. So, all right, Craig, the most yep. exciting part of the of the whole thing is yours. No, you skipped your part, which is, oh, wow. Never mind. Yes. Projected schedule. Sorry, guys. I, I just read this first time. Um. So he compares it to his original schedule uh, that he released last year, and he mostly stuck with it. His The schedule last year had Skyward 3, uh, and then he figured Alcatraz 6 would come out in 2022, and Wax and Wayne would come out in 2022, and Skyward 4 in 2023. So for the most part, uh, Skyward 3 is out, of course, because I've been reading it. Uh, Wax and Wayne 4 is currently in re uh, draft process slash revisions, November. and it's... Yeah, it's, it's scheduled for November, so it looks like that's happening. Alcatraz 6 was pushed back, but otherwise... Uh, and Stormlight 5, of course, he was planning on it coming out in 2023, which means he has to start writing it next year. So, quickly, um, I'm not going to go through every single thing that's on the list here, uh, but um, he does mention that uh, there's going to be the Skyward novellas, you know, the side novellas that we talked about. It's coming out, like, at the end of this year. Um, he's talking about a couple of audiobooks, like the Don Shard, Don Shard audiobook might be coming out early next year. Now say I'm it in German. I'm not quite sure when. I forget what the word he said is. Reich? No, I don't want to say anything. Because I might say the wrong word. <laughs> you will most definitely say the wrong word. So Dawn Shard in German. Um, and, of course, the hardcover collection of the Skyward Flight. Uh, and then he's going to be releasing a bunch of the Alcatraz books, you know, the, the re-release with the new cover, as was mentioned earlier, um, with September being book six. I think that was mentioned before. And November is the plan for Lost Metal. But, of course, big news is that he's planning on the whole year writing Stormlight book five. So we'll see how that goes by by watching his website 
and refreshing it every day so we can see if a little pixel has been added to the progress of Stormlight 5. All right, Dave, take us home. Part 12, conclusion. Phew! My favorite line from the entire State of the Sanderson that came out today. And I quote, I worry more about overwhelming all of you than I do about overwhelming myself. Thank you. He gets it. He understands how long it takes me to read all these books. <laughs> it's taking you literally years. Yeah. So kind of like how he mentioned Mike in a the previous bullet point here. He gets a particular shout out to me. And I appreciate that. Thank you, Brandon. So, so Brandon Sanderson's new plan is to take off after book five of Stormlight Archives for like three years. So Dave can catch up and be at the same uh, spot as us, right? That's the plan. I thought the plan was just to pause on Stormlight and fin and do the entirety of Mistborn Era Three. I guess uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, he does say he does call the upcoming book the final volume of the first sequence of Stormlight. So presumably there will be another sequence of Stormlight, or maybe a concurrent series, or maybe an era two. Who knows? But uh, yeah, that'll be a huge milestone once he finishes Stormlight Five. Um, so Stormlight 6 through 10 are intended to be a short time skip after, but we already know the, the characters that he has planned to, like, focus on in each book. Oh, neat. So they're not dead. Well, maybe. Oh, right. <sighs> Kaladin. I mean, Kaladin. I mean, Kelsier. Maybe. All right. I think, I think that's it. That's all we got for this one. So... Yeah, Great. another year in the books. Woo! We did Woo. it. I'm gonna get off of here and then immediately edit it so I can release it. And then... Good fun, have luck. I'm gonna come back a couple hours later and do more editing so I can get a regular episode out tonight, Woo. too. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yep. And this isn't even me putting it on future Mike. This is, this is all on present Mike. Oh, present Mike. Yeah, the only okay My Hero Academia character. He's going to take care of everything for me. <laughs> well, good luck, present Mike. All right. Bye, everybody. Good night, Internet. Hello, bye. Internet. And goodbye. <laughs> this has been the Cosmere Deep Dive Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at, at CosmereCast or like us on Facebook. Our theme music is Traveling Made Up Continents by Gillicuddy, used with permission. Hear more from him at the Free Music Archive. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.